0: Welcome to Geeks of the North, a hobby and gaming podcast of the Belle Provence. We're here to paint some miniatures and talk about the hobby, so why don't you sit back, relax, grab a paintbrush, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Geeks of the North, your hobby and gaming podcast of the Belle Provence. As always, I am your host, Paul Filio, here once again with the man, the legend, the uh, wind beneath my wings, Antoine Bergeron. Hello, Paul. Hello. I'm sure I've used that line uh, or that, yeah, opening that before. N- but uh it still remains true.
1: So.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: That sounded repetitive or at uh, least uh, How about, really I'm here know. with Déjà Antoine vu. Bergeron. Déjà vu.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm here with Antoine Bergeron, a damn fine human being. <laughs> <laughs> there. How's that? Not too over the top. Just the right amount of bromance. <laughs>
2: and how, how are you doing paul
0: i am doing super i have painted the same base four times because i'm not letting it dry enough so i go to apply more paint and i take off the old layer because that's the way i roll because the- I, I don't have enough prep to paint during the episode so i'm just gonna work <laughs> on that base for three hours or two hours or however long this is an hour uh, how are you buddy <laughs> I- i'm good i'm good you know, at least we have fun doing this. We may not get much accomplished. We may have no listeners, but we have fun.
2: Yeah. I don't think we would have kept doing it if we didn't have fun.
0: I keep up. Uh, I keep up with it mostly because it's a convenient excuse to get away from my family responsibilities. <laughs> uh, sorry, hon. Gotta go record. Antoine's waiting. The fans need me. Yeah.
2: To which she couldn't ensure which ones, but. She doesn't listen, so she doesn't know.
0: No, no. So then what I do is I show her the total number of downloads we have for the show, <laughs> not the episode <laughs> downloads, but the total number of downloads. She's yeah. like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's a big number, right?" Eh? <laughs> <So>, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. That's over five years. It's okay. It's a big number. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> we have a small but loyal following. Yeah, that that is true are probably some incredibly bored individuals that can't find anything else to listen to. They're probably all people that used to listen to War Machine podcasts and since those don't exist anymore, they're forced to listen to us. That's
2: <laughs> I don't know how they f- fell into us if they were listening to War Machine podcasts before because that was well game-centric well, you know, and competitive, which and we are, are of those? really yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, depression's a downward spiral, Antoine. And when your game is on, uh, on life support, it's, it's tough. Actually, uh, it's not true. I'm not saying War Machine's on life support. Well, I did say that, but I, I don't know. I think the community's still doing okay. Uh, it just seems to, to lose a, a lot of the people who are doing content creation for the, for War Machine seem to have stopped or they've switched to platforms I don't follow. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's that, but I know I used to listen to a ton of War Machine podcasts because even though I wasn't a competitive player. I used to find them interesting to listen to like the the uh the analysis they used to do mm-hmm. and and i like I like data, so even though I wasn't really playing, I still like listening to to get data <laughs> and now it's hard i shed a i shed a tear for war machine podcasts of old <laughs> totally off topic
1: well, we
2: don't have a topic yet, so it's not well no, no we have we have we have
0: topics. Yeah, but that's and later we're gonna in the see show. Uh, we're gonna see what I roll into, so because uh, <laughs> uh, whatever segue uh, happens to work best is what we're gonna talk about. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so hobby tonight. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm working on some. Um, no, no, that's not what this game is called. Uh, Pulp City. I kept wanting to call it City of Heroes, which was an old MMORPG I used to play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I say I used to play it, but that's kind of an exaggeration. I, uh, spent hours and hours and hours in the character creation part, <laughs> designing superheroes. <laughs> and then I would, uh, completely ignore most of the game and just run around from rooftop to rooftop beating up random thugs like a superhero. And then I would get bored and log out. And then rinse and repeat two weeks later. Um, my uh, favorite character was a uh, dark martial artist. I that's what they were called. Uh, he had like he he was a hand hand combatant used dark energy and his name was Budo, and he looked kind of like Hulk Hogan dressed in motorcycle leathers with a black bandana. Okay, I, I, yeah, it was it was fifteen years ago, man. I mean, no accounting for tastes. Yeah, so tonight I am working on <laughs> my pulp city stuff. I've got uh, three models I'm working on, I'm trying to finish them up. Three villains. I got Nuke, who is pretty much done. I'm just waiting for some green stuff to dry on his base so I can put some sand on it and paint it and call it done. I've got a uh, sister Bedlam who I've just got, she's standing on like a, it's weird. Some models, they, they sculpt just kind of standing on a street or on whatever. She's standing on a pierce piece of pipe with some wire sticking out of it and stuff, some sort of technological something, something. So it's really kind of out of place. Yeah. So I found a, uh, a base in my box of resin bases. That's like a, a deck plating base with like some, some steel plate and some, um, what do you call it? Like diamond, diamond plate. Yeah. So I'm going to put it on that. Cause that kind of fits. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then I've got Hellsmith, uh, just to finish up, I've got some, some more highlights to do. His flesh is awfully dark. He doesn't have very good contrast and I want to brighten up the crest on his helm. So he's got like a big, like uh Spartan helmet type thing. And uh, I've got a little bit of detailing work to do. But he's he's 90% done, I think. I mean, these guys are strictly tabletop level anyway, so uh, I'm not expecting to win any awards of them. Um, but I would like to have uh, a few more villains finished, so if I don't feel like playing Russians but I want to play bad guys, I have someone I can play.
2: More choice. It's so, always good.
0: Yeah, more choice is always good. And that's the thing. This game has a ton of choice, and I I... I have to admit, I have worn my fair share of models for this game. So, Thanks to someone who got me hooked, and then I may have gone insane.
1: Well, we,
2: we both went insane. <laughs> I just don't paint uh, as fast as you do, so I'm still stuck with well, just my monkeys.
0: I, I haven't painted that fast. Uh, well, okay. I've got... Uh, uh, I
2: you, you stuck to it better than I did.
0: I yeah, think yeah, is yeah, mostly I, it. Yeah, but you're creating works of art, Antoine. Uh, and I'm not just telling your ministers, your, your terrain projects you've been doing lately are crazy. Uh, you know, I'm just painting tabletop superheroes for fun. So my models take three hours, yours take, you know, 30. It's, it's a bit different. Uh, you know, it makes sense that I'm going to have a ton more painted bonums on the table. Um, that's just the way it works. Um, but yeah, I've got, I don't know, maybe, maybe 15 or 20 or so of these models painted now. That's Which is good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, so if by some miracle I get all that done during this hour uh, I don't have much else primed and ready to go. I do have a, a judgment figure on my table to finish He has a bit of detailing work and His bow staff was never painted Excuse me, I'm getting hiccups So I want to finish that And then if somehow that gets done, well I'm SOL <laughs>
2: I don't think we'll record that long.
0: <laughs> well, exactly. This isn't uh, four years ago when no. we're doing the uh, the uh, Warhammer Fantasy End Times recaps. Yeah. Which they were, they were kind of interesting. I I, I can't say I, I can't say I didn't enjoy doing them. You know. Oh no, no.
2: it was fun to do. Uh,
0: that that may have been more. Um, yeah, we had the bigger group and we were all in person drinking beer, and it was more of an event. Uh, also, let's face it, at the time, uh, we were talking about a popular game. We had more listeners um, for whatever reason, whether it was just because of the game or because we were part of the uh, the Apple was promoting us because we were new, which is something else we thought may have been going on.
2: No, it was probably a combination of both.
0: Yeah. And that's Okay. What's not okay is what I'm doing on this paint job. Holy cow. <laughs> this is not going well. I don't know what I'm doing. Whatever it is, it ain't working. Um, save me from myself, Antoine.
2: Can't do much at distance like that. So, Good luck.
0: Yeah, I'll need it. Because, uh, wow, that looks terrible. That's okay. We can't all be like you where your unfinished, unpainted minis... People swoon over because your bases look so nice. No one even notices the miniatures aren't painted. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't
2: happen for everything.
0: (laughs) No, but the fact that it's happened at all, Antoine, just just saying, screw you, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I may love you like a brother, but some things are just unforgivable. Do your bases first. (laughs) But I don't have your talent, so... (laughs)
2: <laughs> they were plain stone tiles bases. There was nothing uh, amazing there. They were not super detailed uh, War Machine Yom style bases with uh, more detail on the bases than the minis themselves.
0: Well, that's not hard when you're painting Privateer your Press uh Warjacks. There's not much the way details on most of those guys. Speaking of bases, I saw a funny post today by uh, Jim Wapple, Uh where he was talking about, you know, tutorial for his simple his simple bases. And of course it's it's the simple, you know, uh bases with different size rocks and uh sculpy like tiles that are broken. Mm-hmm. That he's textured with texture rollers wherever he paints. And these I think were done like a lava style or something. Anyway, and uh, you know the mechanics behind building the bases super easy. Okay, he yeah, has some Sculpey that he's rolled out and then broken up pieces of to make it look like broken tile, and then he glued it onto a base with some cork and some rock and some wood sand or whatever to give it texture. But the thing is, you know, so first off, even that part is not as easy as it looks because he understands composition, right? So the base is visually interesting. It's not just a pile of sand in one corner. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of different textures going on. He's carefully placed everything. And then he uh, finishes it off with a Jim waffle paint job.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like the bases look super bright, super high contrast. You can see them from space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, super easy. Anyone can do. <laughs> oh Jim, you can see them from space. Well yeah, they were like radioactive red. Like lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really he, he does. But
2: he he do paint super bright.
0: Well he. He was an uh, illustration guy before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was his education background. He was an illustrator, I believe. <sighs> like, he he was you know, going to be doing artwork for. Those
2: colors and uh, do extreme contrast. So, yeah.
0: that works. So. Anyways, it was just funny. I, I had to chuckle at the, you know, I'm going to demo some super simple techniques that anyone can use to make stuff. Ha ha Ah, my good buddy Jim. I miss him. He's, you know, he's the only reason I'm going to AdeptCon this year.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm really only going to hang out with Jim. I mean, I'll play some games. I'll do other stuff too. Don't get me wrong. And I'll be happy to see other people that are there. But the, uh, the main reason is, is Jim. And, uh, actually, I, I think speaking of Jim, I think it's Kathy's birthday today. Or it might have been yesterday. Uh my friend Kathy Wapple, Jim's wife, uh, another lovely artist, um who uh, paints fantastically, and she streams like four days a week or whatever. Uh, so people should check her out. Um she's also on a podcast, um with Gonzo and <sighs> I think his name is John. He used to be wait, is it John? He used to be the, the co-host on, uh, Painting One Men Off John. The podcast is more than, more than dice. And it's a fun listen. Uh, they're kind of like us. They're not com, they're not competitive gamers or whatever. They're kind of hobbyists more than anything else. Uh, very cool podcast. Anyway, uh, Kathy's birthday was, uh, it's today. Today. Yeah. Hey, look at that. So Kathy, I know you listen to us, or at least you do from time to time. So eventually you'll hear this. Uh, it's one that you know that I was thinking of you and I want to wish you a happy birthday. Because you were super cool, and I hope it was a fantastic day. And I'll see you at the Uh What were we talking about before I sidetracked?
2: You, were what you were painting.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I think we covered all that. So, uh, Antoine, you're up.
2: Go. Uh, <laughs>
0: I am painting a model
2: for Burrows and Badger right now. So the the rabbit. The owner of the farm uh, I built uh, last week.
0: Uh, I just want to say that thing is stupid, crazy, uh, adorable. (laughs) You know, I I ain't going to lie. I looked over here to my left, and sitting on top of my subwoofer is a Ziploc bag. And in that Ziploc bag are a bunch of hamster barbarians. Oh. And I was like, you know... Maybe I should paint those guys.
2: And you could use them. Uh, I, I... I know I could. We've uh, discussed I, this before. Uh, I've done but a force I- with my, my test from Brushfires. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a working list with them. So I'm sure you can do the same with uh, your own uh, group.
0: With all the mice and hamsters and the... I don't know if they have giant robots and Bros and Badgers.
2: No, they don't. But you could use it as a badger.
0: Badger, Badger, Badger.
2: Yeah, Badgers are the uh, some of the really big bruisers of the game.
0: Oh. Because I had the uh the hamster hamster run giant mechanica, right? Uh, were the, the, the hamster run or the no the No there weren't hamsters. There were um
2: The Swiss well, what were, uh, Chipmunks?
0: Was it the chipmunks that were the engineers?
2: I do yeah, have a chipmunk uh, cannon, but I don't know if it was the same uh, for your suit.
0: Yeah, I, I think I actually have a spare of those from you, because you had one you could use or something. Or one was really badly miscast. I don't remember. Or, ugh, there was something. I mean, I ended up with one of those somehow. Or maybe I bought one. Uh, <laughs> it was some little rodent that was piloting it. I don't remember what it was. If Emily listens to the show, which she may, I don't know, then I'm sure she can comment and tell us. Mm-hmm. Being her game and all. There is really nothing we won't buy into, is there? We're... We're we're pretty silly that way. But yeah. if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No,
2: there's... Our interests are revaried, so...
0: Well... Let's let's be honest here, Antoine. Your interests are really varied. I tag along for the ride because I'm I'm an easy mark.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey
0: Paul, you wanna try this? Uh sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's got this one cool model for the line. I'm in! Two hundred dollars gone. But there's not even another model in the line you like. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know how I am. That is uh, that is the way of Paul. Mm. <laughs>
1: Yep. yeah. Okay. yeah I, I'm
2: painting that rabbit. Uh it's to go with the farm just for the pictures. Uh eventually I'll have uh, a warband to go with her, but right now it's just for uh, to increment the pictures for the touring contest.
0: It's going to be a cool uh, a cool accent to those pictures. Hopefully. <laughs> I, I'm being serious, I man. That thing looks awesome that you built. Those buildings and the the fences and everything. And I couldn't believe the speed you did that. That's nearly as crazy as the previous month where you built the uh, Endless Fantasy board.
2: That uh, was crazy.
0: In a couple of days, that was bonkers. By the way, you're a terrible tease. What? Because you're like, oh, I built the Endless Fantasy board. Let's play Endless Fantasy. It's like, okay... Then it's like, oh, that was last month, now I'm on to something else. It's like, but I just painted all these models for this game. Oh,
2: I, I'm still up to play Endless Fantasy Ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like we ever play anything anymore, Antoine.
2: Yeah. Well, we played three games of Endless in the last month.
0: Yeah, all within two days of each other, and then we haven't seen each other since. <laughs> That's just not true, we saw each other last week, we did some hobby Yeah, today. we painted, so... Because you were working on uh On the farm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that during Contest uh, will finish eventually, so <laughs> it's, it's... I I will lose a round also maybe, so
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll the, get um, kicked out. The timing of it is not great for you.
2: Nope. I will probably have to drop next month. I don't see how I'm able to put the time required while packing
0: and moving. Sadly. Yeah, that certainly will make it tough. But I believe in you, Antoine.
2: Uh, It's good you do, I don't. (laughs) Not for that. I don't know how much time I put on those... uh, pieces, and I don't see how I'll be able to do that when I'm moving on the last day of the month. It's not like I have uh, an extra week after to just rush it once we're moved in.
0: Yeah. This is all true.
2: And that's something uh, (laughs) like uh, something I've been thinking about, like, I want to finish this month, but in theory, I should drop so that my opponent can go forward and not drop next month. That's kind of suck. Because I know I won't do November because of the move,
0: so... Right, and otherwise you're just eliminating someone, right? Yeah. That... But, on the other hand, the... I believe we we looked at this and the competition was an odd number of people right now, wasn't it?
1: Hmm.
0: So if you eliminate him and then drop, doesn't that make it an even number?
2: No, because uh, they don't do buys. So when there is an odd number of people, they do a trio Uh, uh, to close out the number. So it will force another trio instead. In the semifinals, that kind of sucks. Because right now we are 13... Would, would go down to six, so it would be two and three. It could work. Uh, I'll have to uh, talk with Anthony also, see what his stake is on it, the uh, the main guy running it before the end of the month.
0: What's uh, what's this company?
2: Uh, Rogue Scults. Do a uh, Terrain, uh, 3D terrain sculpting, and uh, commissions. He has a an ongoing Kickstarter right now. That's true about the uh, like sci-fi terrain and tanks, kind of like an imperial guard camp. That's what I I would say. Could work for most generic uh, sci-fi f- sci-fi games or uh, uh, Infinity stuff like that.
0: Oh, cool. So you say it works for Infinity, so it's anime-style? No, no, no. Infinity's pretty... Uh,
2: it works for Infinity because it's sci-fi and you could use generic sci-fi terrain for it. That's mainly what I mean. Because the the terrain is more... 40K style? It's more plain sci-fi. So it's not super gothic. Okay. There's no uh, well, I guess you could use skulls an- on it or stuff like that so it, yeah, I, I think it fits a wide range and depending on how you paint it and if you modified it to add either skulls or vivid colors for, for uh, Infinity maybe then it would adjust the look to something more specific but the basic look is uh, is really sci-fi generic so that that's a good thing I find I have I have the name. It's a 3D printable modular base for tabletop wargaming, 28 millimeter scale. Like super long uh, generic <laughs> starter names to get uh, clicks <laughs> from keywords. But yeah, it's running. Still so have uh, more than a week to go. I'll, I'll add it in the links with the uh, other news yeah, items. Sure. For sure. Speaking of stuff we've worked on during the the month, because I've been thinking about talking about the farm, the farm is mostly done. So I did all, I finished all the building, the painting is done. So right now I flocked and did Taft and everything. I'm not super happy about the final look of the flocking. I don't know if it's the color or the size it might be too short. I think the uh, the stature gas I add was uh maybe too small, and the color is too even. So I, I might just get the airbrush out, adjust the coloring a bit, and see if I can add another layer of uh, with other colors, sprinkle it uh, over it. I did buy some uh, small um, spray bottles to. To uh, spray like a mist of uh, watery glue, but sadly the, the one I bought are uh, jets and not a uh, mist. Oh, not sprays. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's a fail on my part.
0: <laughs> Less than useful.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I p- <laughs> Luckily, I tried it straight in my uh, garbage bin before just to. S- check
0: how it was spraying Test, testing beforehand always yeah. good yeah
2: <laughs> before just ruining a section <laughs> of one of the the buildings <laughs> but I like how and I, I got some clear glue instead of white glue mm-hmm. so I, I like how it applies because you don't get the color difference until it it dries, so it gives a better idea of the the look when you when you glue stuff like kind of transparent stuff on it, like uh, flock is not opaque. So depending on how much you you put on, so I really like working at that with that stuff. I'll probably get more instead of the the regular white glue I have. I have never encountered transparent glue before. So
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah,
2: but, and that's all I've done. Uh, I did, like, clean up and prime the, the rabbit I'm doing, and at the same time I printed a, a couple models for Guild Ball for my butchers. The last two I have that are not painted, but that, that's all the I did. It was all on
0: the farm. You? Have you um, done other stuff this week? Well, I guess I, I didn't mention this. I finished... um. My black diamond core for relic knights. Mm-hmm. So I've got, to, well, I should, I should say I haven't finished every model I have for the game. Uh, but I did finish a, a 50 point, like, full size list. Uh, and, uh, with a little bit of work, I can get that to like a 70 point, uh, or 75 point large scale game list, which is cool. So yay. Mm hmm i uh I don't hate them, okay, I kinda hate the models it's it's pretty tough to like them i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's done, and uh i'm I'm pretty happy with how everything came out, so that's quite cool. one less thing to have to do, and I think I think that was it in terms of hobby i I didn't play any games um I haven't played games in weeks. In weeks. Because I'm old and I have children. And I'm not allowed to have fun anymore. <laughs> Don't you believe it, folks. Uh, I'm old and I have children, but uh, while I'm allowed to have fun, I have had no time to have fun.
2: Yeah, there's, that's mostly it. I had no game either. The only opportunity for a game I had was when we met and we decided to paint, so... <laughs> I decided to be because of the farm so
0: yeah I, I just want to say that uh, that was me trying to be responsible for you so that you'd get that thing done <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, don't, don't make it sound like I didn't want to play games and I wanted to paint instead
2: oh no no you wanted to play too you helped me uh, stay on the uh, finishing path <laughs>
0: yeah well, you know, I didn't want to have that scenario where you're like, oh, I couldn't finish on time. If only I had one more evening to work on it. <laughs> like, uh you would have had one more evening if I hadn't come over and we played games. Yeah. I didn't want to be solely responsible for your elimination.
2: I can be totally responsible for that. That's fine. And Looking forward to see be. the the complete piece from my opponent. Uh, I, I just shared a, a small part of it, and it looks pretty good. It's a different well, I have take to- than what I I am doing. But it's a really interesting.
0: I have to say, I haven't seen any real bad pieces from anyone in that competition.
2: Oh, there there were some. <laughs> early on, but now.
0: Well, okay, the first <laughs> round or two.
2: Yeah. But like not not exactly really bad. Just you see that okay, there were time problems and the, the the participant didn't have the time or some other stuff happened. Yeah. And they still decided to at least finish something to share.
0: Yeah, I mean I look at what you've done, there's no way I can do anything that you did. Like, I just don't have that in me. So, I think it's pretty amazing that there's a whole contest full of people doing this stuff on a timeline for, quote-unquote, fun.
2: Yeah, the, that part is rough, the timeline. But it helps getting staying focused <laughs> and finishing it. Right, That's one of my big programs. Uh, that helps me a lot.
0: Yeah, deadlines are a motivator for a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, one of my fears about going back to school... A little insight into Paul Sake. Um When I was in Sijup, I was terrible at doing anything on time, right? including going to class. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of my biggest fears, because I thought about going back to school over the years, because I, I think everyone does at some point... Um Uh, I've done in the last month, so. (laughs) Really? I didn't know that. I learned something new about Antoine, too. Uh, Anyway, one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to discover that I'm still lazy and I don't want to commit to a schedule for anything. (laughs) Because I could be in denial and I'll be like, oh, that was then, this is now, and I'm much more mature. Uh, But, you know.
2: (laughs) I don't see how busy with life and kids, that would get any better. (laughs) You might be more responsible, but there are so much other stuff happening at the same time. Yeah, no, for
0: sure. (laughs) I I don't disagree. But at least then, that's a bit different too. That's, That's not really my fault. I mean, you know, obviously, if I make a choice not to not to hand in something or not to go to class, that is my choice. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I believe in, in you know, reasonable excuses. You know, I failed this class because I didn't hand in a thing because my child was in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> you know, whereas in college it was, uh I failed this test because I decided that I wanted to play magic instead <laughs> of going to class, right? Yeah. Mind you, there were whole classes in college that I passed without ever attending. So, um, because at the end of the semester, I wrote up a bunch of falsified doctor's papers saying I'd been out sick with a bunch of reasons, and then I basically read the textbook in a weekend, wrote a paper covering a bunch of topics from the course to prove that I'd read the textbook, handed it to the teacher, and said, "Give me a grade if you want." I, f- I felt like I should do something to show you that I, at least I, 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 you know, I learned something even if I couldn't attend the class. And then I passed the class anyway. But <laughs> like at 87. It was one of the most bizarre... I had a class I showed up for for the final. So the first day of class, the teacher's like, I don't take attendance. You don't have to come. And your grade is based on the final. So I went to the first day and I went to the last day. <laughs> And I showed up for the final, and they're like, you really think you can pass the final? I'm like, oh yeah. And sure enough, I passed. But the teacher actually didn't think, it's like, oh, I thought you dropped. I'm like, no, no. I just didn't come. And he was so insulted. Like, you told me that I didn't have to attend. You said it was all based off my final. So here I am.
2: Yeah, if you lead with that, you should at least expect people to do it.
0: Yeah, he he was not pleased. I think he was less pleased when I actually got a good grade, <laughs> you know, reading all those D and D rule books, remembering all those rules over the years back when I used to read rule books, um, uh, it paid off. It gave me a good memory, a good, uh, like reading retention. So yeah. How did we get on this topic? What are we talking about? Focus, attention, commitment, something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it was something quasi related to something, something that quasi related to school.
2: Being parents?
0: No, I don't, I don't know. If it's, we're all over the place. And
2: focus. And yeah, which we have I none I of, apparently? Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Quality, quality material. But
2: the, the start was uh, what you were working on this week. But I don't know how we got to this.
0: Wow, that's. <laughs> okay, let's finish it up and talk some politics. So... No. <clears throat> you know, that's still the best comment ever. I still love that someone complained about the fact we talk about politics on the show. I don't know why it tickles me pink, but it does. I think because I'm easy to amuse. Mm-hmm. So, um we don't really have a fixed topic, so I'm just gonna lead with something I read today that I thought was interesting so as I'm sure uh, people have figured out by this point i uh I invested a fairly large sum of money in judgment because uh, I think it's an excellent game and I think the creators are super great guys who love their product and uh They really are worried about, like, balance and making sure things are played and they they take feedback and they do, um, they call them patches because it's basically a MOBA, right? So they they treat it like a MOBA, so they call it a game patch. They do patches frequently. So a rat is basically. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they did one not that long ago. And I found out today that the, um, the app, because the game, there's no physical cards for the game anymore. So you, can, you can print them on demand or print them from their website, but they're not provided with the models anymore because of the frequent patching. Uh, but there's free phone apps for Android and iPhone. And it turns out the iPhone app, uh, they can't reach the developer to update it, so it doesn't have the most recent cards. And, and I thought that was interesting uh, because, of course, the, app, uh, the apps in this case are not controlled or owned by Gunmeister Games is kind of my impression that they were basically community driven like two developers of the community uh one's actually uh a Canadian guy yep right he did the Android app that's is uh, that Marc-Andre Marc-Antoine Marc-Antoine damn hyphenated French names um Marc-Antoine Marc-Antoine did the Android app yeah and uh someone else from Europe I presume by his name did the iPhone app um And they did, they did make them look similar to each other and stuff, but, but yeah, Gunmeister's kind of hosed at this point because they don't have source code and they don't own the product. And if they can't reach the developer, if the the guy can't or is unwilling to answer them, and I'm not throwing shade at him, maybe, maybe, who knows, maybe there's been a tragedy in his life and he hasn't, you know, had the ability to really respond to the Gunmeister games before. I don't, you know, n- no one knows, but it's, it's left them stuck. And there's a major event coming up. The U S championship coming is coming up at warfare weekend and people who have iPhones, it's print the cards, which I think there's also a problem with the printed cards. I think they're not, uh, the files are not up to date for that either. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to update them. I think he said today. So, you know, the print and play stuff would be correct. Um, but it was crazy. Like what are they going to do? Yeah. So it's 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 dangerous. Like I, I get that they're a small company, so if people are willing to develop tools for them, um, on their own time for free to help support them, it's fantastic for them. That's an opportunity. You know, something for nothing is always nice,
2: but it's dangerous. <laughs>
0: but it's dangerous, right? Like it came back and it kind of bit them in the butt. Because what do they do now? They can redevelop from the ground up,
2: but then the, yeah. it's a bunch of costs for them.
0: Yeah, well, someone's going to have to do it. I mean, maybe they'll find another community member who's willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not just financial costs, right? It's it's time. And then I hope to heck that there's an agreement before that guy starts that, uh, you know, if you want to do this, that's great. Um, well, maybe there's some sort of compensation or whatever. Who knows? But, you know, that they own the source codes. <laughs> so that,
2: Yeah, so it doesn't that, happen again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sucky situation.
0: Yeah, and someone who's worked on it for free for forever, it's unlikely that he's intentionally trying to ghost them, right? There's probably something has happened, and, you know, who knows? Maybe he's in a hospital. Maybe he's unconscious. Maybe, he, you know, who knows? Uh, life happens to people. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a crappy situation all around. Sister Bedlam is looking uh, looking pretty done. I am quite pleased. The new, however, is looking a little less done because I forgot to do his base. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do you know of any other instances where something like this has happened for a game?
2: Uh, hmm. I don't use an app for games, so I... I've not followed that much. There were, like, Gilball... They're using apps, and I do use the app once in a while. <laughs>
0: oh, kill they blood, yeah,
2: different problems though. It's not that there were multiple people that were supporting the game with the fan apps. Eventually, one was uh, appointed as the official one, but it was one of the one that people liked less. Yeah, so, uh,
0: and it's it's proven it it's been buggy and. And again, you know, someone's doing this out of the kindness of their heart as a side project. There's only so much you can ask of them. Yeah. Um, But it sucks to be the guy trying to use that app when when you can't, right? Yep. You know? that's, an int- that's an interesting situation, too. Uh, another little Paul story. I've probably told it before. But, uh, at Adepticon last year, yeah, yeah. I was in a, a team tournament, right? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> have, have I told that story on the show before? I don't know, probably. I don't
2: know if it was on the show. <laughs>
0: so I'm playing these guys and, uh, one of them being, uh, Vincent Kirkhoff from, uh, Strictly Worse, which is a well-known Guild Ball podcast. And he's playing with someone who I, who I don't know. One of his friends, whatever. And the app crashes for them. Actually, I can't remember if it was them or if it was. Oh it no, it might have been might have been Gail, my partner, because so it was a team event, like I said, and I made fun of him for using the app because I brought cards, and I made fun of him for using the app because it was such a piece of junk, not realizing that the app developer was uh, Vincent's team partner who was playing with uh, and I only found out at the end of the game um <laughs> from someone else. I felt pretty terrible. As should you. (laughs) Thanks, Antoine. (laughs) Thanks. Much appreciated. Yeah, I I wasn't lying. I wasn't... uh, The app was terrible in terms of reliability. We've had all kinds of problems with it here. Um, I mean, I I use an unofficial app instead.
2: (laughs) And you're the only one. We hear that often.
0: Yeah. Oh well. Wow. Again, when the app is free, how much complaining can you really do? Yep. Oh. All right. What else were we gonna talk? We had a little, little topic we are gonna talk about, weren't we? Oh, we are gonna talk about our list. Do we want to go over the list now? Or do we want to say that for next week? So we actually have something to talk about next week. Yeah,
2: I think we should keep that for next week because it might be a longer topic.
0: Next, yeah, we came up with a list of games we're gonna, we're gonna try to. Do show reporting games. on, yeah, exactly. And I, I was thinking, well, um, I guess we'll save that for next week. We'll, we'll
1: yeah,
2: I, I just want to thank uh, the li- some of our listeners have already answered about uh, some of the games we mentioned that they they like or would like to be uh, further developed on the show, so or offered other suggestions. So, yeah, that's
0: that's it's cool that we're actually getting some feedback. Um, yep. I don't know if anyone knows this, but it's, it's not often we get feedback <laughs> of any kind, even when we ask for it, when I mean, we beg for it. We don't usually get much. So it, it's pretty cool that, uh, people are taking the time to answer us. It's, it's much appreciated. Um, cause as much as it sounds like Antoine and I, uh, really don't care about what we produce in terms of content, we, we kind of do. Uh, we like to think we're, uh, you know, m- moderately entertaining to some people. I know a lot of people are just here for Antoine's sexy, sexy accent. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but, uh,
2: just repeating it again and again, I don't think will make it true, Paul.
0: <laughs> but that your accent's sexy?
2: The, or that people listen because of it.
0: Wow. I don't know. Folks, if you listen because Antoine's accent is sexy, uh, please post on our Facebook page. That's the case. And uh, let's see if we can get uh, hashtag SexyAntoine start trending on... Uh... <sighs> <laughs> wouldn't you die? Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't you see that right there? Antoine does not like a lot of attention. Nope. Um, which is unfortunate because he is an outstanding fellow and deserves a lot more attention than he gets. Um, he is a truly... Um, a man of the hobby. You will. I'm gonna sing Antoine's praises for bigger. You will not find many other people who will go to the lengths he will to uh, support small gaming companies, showcase product. You know, try to help people. He doesn't even know, and he's not getting anything from. Um, so, I mean, let's. Let's be honest. Look at all the things you you went through for the Gilball Nationals for two years, for no real reason, for no real gain, and only a modicum of appreciation, right? So,
2: oh no, no those events were run just so that people could attend them because there was no no benefit at all to doing them.
0: So, you are a good man, Antoine Bergeron.
2: To be honest, there were more costs for me doing those events, mostly personal, not uh, <laughs> not money wise. Yeah, <laughs> than benefits.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wife points uh, are in short supply often, and it's it's a shame to waste them on uh, events you're not necessarily going to have fun participating in yourself. Mm-hmm. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. All right, I have uh, cleaned my brushes and put away my my paint. I have lost a small ball of green stuff on the floor. That sounds like the end of the show. <laughs> let's look at uh, let's look at news. What do we got? Uh, okay. What's new and exciting?
2: What's new and exciting? First, I want to mention uh, <laughs> one of my favorite game. I don't replay. Uh, Relic Blades is getting a second edition. So. It's on pre-order right now to get the new Seeker Endbook, which are their, uh, their main row book And it will, the pre last until December 1st. Uh, it's to fund the print run. It's not a Kickstarter. It's a pre system, uh, pre-order on their own website. So. This uh, is cool. They are adding a bunch of stuff to the book. The the link I will post in the show notes does list the the difference and the new, new traits and more campaign material, new scenarios, stuff like that. Uh, The book is not, doesn't cost much. It's 25 bucks. So. And if you want the PDF, they are already ready. So you could order just the PDF online.
0: Okay, well, how much is the PDF? Same cost. <laughs> right. Now, I know they have a line of miniatures, and there's some unique yes. stuff there. Um,
2: and they are getting they, they have a lot now. When we first talked about them, they just they had, like had four a, or something, a handful of pig and like three heroes. Now there's a lot more than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had like the uh, the weird lizard priest guy. And yep. uh, there's a whole lizard faction. Well, damn, why didn't you tell me that sooner? Where do I sign up? Well, old fashioned.
2: It's like three or four models, but that's all you need. <laughs> and they have uh, dwarves now. They have, uh, I don't remember the name, but fae Folks with the. <laughs> it looks like a, a garden gnome <laughs> riding. I'm I think looking that's at the their one. models.
0: These have some really nice models. Yes. I'm sorry I sound so surprised, folks. The original Kickstarter, I thought some of the models were cute, but I wasn't terribly into the style of them. hmm But now, uh that's pretty good. I'm looking. So you got the Bone Stalkers, Shark Warrior, Eel, Sorcerer, Vermin Mouth. I don't see the lizard people. They are
2: in the adversary list.
0: Well, I'm browsing through the store. Um, okay,
2: yeah, but in the store on the left, you have the adversary key tag, which are the, the bad guys. Yeah. The Richard Ive is the starter you need to look at. They also have the Iguan Assassin.
0: You know, I'm uh, trying to find the characters from the original Kickstarter. I'm not seeing those.
2: Uh, they are in some faction sets. So they are the battle pigs in the adversary. And in the advocates they are under the faction uh the Temple of Justice. Faction set.
0: Oh, okay. So those models aren't duplicated elsewhere. Okay.
2: Nope oh, some might be, I don't know, but I, I think they
1: are No, yeah, well, the guy
0: with the sword seems to be. I think that model's elsewhere. But the the lizard cleric guy is not there. That's cool. That's and it's it's cheap too. Uh oh, Antoine. Uh oh! I'm getting that tingle. Well, I'm ordering the
2: the book for sure, and uh, we can uh, talk about uh, maybe getting some minis too. <laughs>
1: uh, do I do really I like
2: you? their dwarves. They 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 have a cool look to them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I hate
0: you, Antoine.
2: The kind of tree men uh, from the Lustwood uh, faction is cool.
0: I kind of like the Lone Guard. Yes, game. the Lone Guard looked good, too. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of All right, we'll talk. Stuff. we'll talk. We'll talk. Rogue Blade 2.0 is on the list, isn't it, of stuff? Uh...
2: Yeah, that's what we were talking about <laughs> originally.
0: Yeah. No, I meant the list of games to like review. Oh,
2: well, the, you'll see next week, but the list is long. I don't think yeah. you've
0: looked at the list, right? Well, no, we just talked about it, so...
2: Yeah, uh, since then I've worked on it and we're around 50 games on that list.
0: (laughs) I can't paint models for all of them I want. Oh,
2: no, no, no. It's choices. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we have models for a lot of those. That's the worst part of it. (laughs) okay. Okay. So, uh, Middle King Studio, uh, Relic Blade, second edition, probably that soon. And, uh, have fun playing it. It's one of, it, I've played, I think, two or three games of the first edition early on during, even before the, the full release. And I really like the mechanic and how interactive it was. It's also, as an adventure slash RPG feel, with all the options you have, with dumping and interacting with terrain and all the scenarios are working. So I, I really like it. So uh, I'm looking. Uh, it's one of the game I'm mostly f- looking forward to try and explore. Now that we are playing more narrative games, a bit like the uh, Rangers of Shadow Deep. So I think this would fit in the same uh, genre for us, less competitive and more, uh, more fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Dangerous. Okay. Yeah. Next up, S-
2: second item from Aradia Miniature Miniatures. It's Hyperborea: The Awakening. There, this is a line.
0: Yeah. The, uh, in the logo, just saying two normals. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a line of resin miniatures for a painting, so for collectors and painters. Uh, <laughs> Paul, I'm sure you know which models I'm like. There are a, a couple of uh, animal a people. There's no, but there's a giant uh, walrus the man. walrus looks cool.
0: Actually, and, uh, oh. a has this been released before?
2: I think some that of
0: them. That looks awfully familiar. Did they have another? Have been
2: available, and now they're doing a, a batch for them.
0: The orca looks familiar too. So,
2: yeah, the orca I didn't recall seeing, but the walrus I do think I've seen before, or maybe it just or looks it looks like might have been model. Yeah, yeah an alternate of him. Because there was maybe. a company
0: that did an elephant model, and I think they had a walrus man. I think Jim Wapple painted some too for fun.
2: Yeah, uh, that's. Uh, the company from, uh, Jonathan, uh, Bonamate Boulle,
0: the, the, the French painter. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. Put it in the
0: show notes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah. So we have that co Kickstarter for, uh, big pieces. What's the, uh, the, currency? I don't know the currency, so it's hard to, uh, know how the price are working?
0: Um, it's about 1.3 to Canadian. Okay. So times 1.3, so... Well, it shows. Uh, the those are were, Swiss francs. Okay. But the pledge, the pledge amount shows in Canadian dollars when you look.
2: Yeah, but I... <laughs> I wasn't sure what the currency was. <laughs> Not the amounts. but yeah. So, uh... The Kickstarter is funded already uh, over the funding goal they have they will have more than a week left to go when we release and it's big display pieces resin pieces so they are about sixty, $60 seventy dollar Canadian depending on how many you get or the size of it
0: yeah some
2: I think the one that costs the most. Is at an hundred dollar Canadian?
0: Is that like the the Orca or something, or something, or something huge? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't have the
2: the declination. No, right. it's uh, okay. The, there there are two models it. in the in that price range, and they are really big. It's uh,
0: the extra large is the Polaris and Apollo. Eh?
2: Yeah, Polaris. I had not seen that model yet, so it's a uh, a narwhal chariot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Wow, that's
0: a big piece. Yeah, that's pretty enormous.
2: Or it might be a narwhal. It might be a a beluga with a a helmet
0: or an helmet. I I am not uh, the man to ask to identify sea creatures. It was a fish with a horn, so I assumed it was a narwhal. (laughs) I, I, I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm sure my kids could tell me they've watched enough seasons of Octonauts now that they should know everything about the ocean.
2: Yeah, I was going to comment about that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but really cool looking miniatures. Uh, and they are all have kind of a arctic slash icy feel to them in their team or their look, so... It's cool project, and lastly, the last item I want to mention. It's the Burrows and Badger, great and small, intro Minis Kickstarter that started today. It's a super short one, so when we will release, there will be only a couple of days left. Wow!
0: So, yeah, that's really short.
2: Yeah, <coughs> the Michael, the uh, one of the owner, that's also the sculptor. He, he, do batches. So he's, he, I think they run maybe two Kickstarter a year, something like that. And so builds a series of new models, run a small Kickstarter for it. And during that time, continue to, uh, sculpt and they do release a lot of stuff.
1: And, uh,
2: he's just, actually
0: doing well. I mean, he's, uh, yeah. his goal was 4,000 pounds and he's at 22,000 pounds now.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's released this morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had no idea there were that many people playing this game.
2: Yeah. It can be for the game or for other games too. Of the, course, one of the uh, like they are running all the miniatures on the, uh, by themselves, but the game is uh, the the rulebook is distributed by Osprey, so I, I think it helps with the, getting the name of the game out.
0: Yeah. But uh, the, the know, models so don't need to be right? Yeah. But the models have a lot of character. They're, they're well sculpted.
2: Yeah. It's all traditional sculpting.
0: The, the border and, uh, collie swordswoman is pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. My my favorite is on the the main uh, pick. It's the. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name.
0: The, of the bird? No, bulldog the magpie. The MikePie Entrepreneur. (laughs) The best-priced gym.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He has a lot of character. Not really a fighting model, (laughs) but so so much
0: character. Rat Buccaneer. There's a lot lot of cool... A lot of cool stuff. And there's multiple
2: ways to get into it. You can pledge... uh, A small pledge, and then pick and mix how you like there's also two uh, more specific pledge either the great which get the three massive beasts so those are the the really uh, big models that come on fifty millimeter bases and after that you have the small which is the 14 models that come on small and medium bases so that's 17 new models just for this project alone on top of everything that's already available for, from them. And they have great shipping, like the, the models I'm painting right now, they're the rabbit archer. I ordered it like, I think Thursday last week or something like that. Or sometime last week. So f- from the UK came in today. So. Wow. That's fast. And what was the shipping cost for that? I think it was free. Because I had enough model. I ordered three models, and I think that was enough to get the free shipping. Or it was... I I don't remember. It might have been free or really low.
0: Low low enough that you don't really...
2: Yeah, that it didn't uh, bug me to order just three models and still pay shipping for it. Yeah, shipping from the UK to Canada is not that high, usually.
0: Yeah, it's usually pretty good.
2: Yeah. So, But yeah. The like you mentioned, they are way past their funding goal. Uh, they are ending on November third, so don't wait if you are interested. When you hear the show, there probably isn't much time left or time at all. But uh, if you're over, they will be available on their web store pretty soon. Once the everything is in the mail to the backers, they go up uh, for uh, available on the web store. Uh, as app. so You can still get models. And they have a ton of other great models in the line. So even if you miss this Kickstarter, there's a bunch of other stuff you might like. So, take a look at their web store.
0: Just remember, folks, Antoine is evil. (laughs) The first mini's free. (laughs) No, it's never free.
2: (laughs) Uh, Uh, I would have so much more minis if the first was free <laughs> with all the games I, I'm looking at
0: yeah yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> now yeah. I gotta well, look that, at this list it. of games to showcase cause
2: uh, uh you can wait and be surprised uh, live on the show next week too
0: <laughs> or we can talk about it uh, <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go next week but I'm just <laughs> I like how I will sneak preview folks Antoine's got the list split into two categories. Games he owns. Games not owned yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, it's not games I own. It's games we own. Either one of us has stuff. Like, I don't count myself as really owning Judgment. I only have one model. But uh, right. it's still on the list of stuff we own.
0: <laughs> yeah, heavy gear. I've got 8 million models.
2: Yeah, I have
0: 6. <laughs> so... I have I a have whole faction. Someone gave me a whole faction not long ago because they just want to get it out of their house. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, and some of the those yeah. games are miniature agnostic, so we could use anything as long as we get the books. Uh, stuff like Gaslands, Frostgrave. The list is long,
0: so. <laughs> it is long indeed. And I have a lot of these rule books, like you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dystopian Legion is dead, even. Goodness. Yeah, uh, yeah, fully dead. Okay. Why are we going to showcase completely dead games? Because we're crazy. That's why, folks. Cause We've we're done crazy.
2: a show talking about only enlistment is tactics like Shush. some weeks ago.
0: I, I so... don't want to listen to your logic, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm... Shush you. Yeah. Zip it. All right. Let's go because it's getting late.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's enough.
0: All right, folks. So uh, it's been a pleasure as always, Antoine. Yes, it was. And is. Uh, I hope everyone has a good week hobbying, and uh, we'll talk next week. Bye, geeks. Thanks for listening to Geeks of the North. If you want to contact us, you can email us at geeks of the North at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks of the North, or follow us on Twitter at geeks of the North. You can follow me, Paul, at PR Filio, Antoine, at Eltonio Berg, Steve, at B Steve, And if you really feel the need, I guess you can follow Yom. He's at Yomasta. Breaks and outro music by LaDrav. You can listen to them at ladrav.bandcamp.com. See you next time, geeks. Thank you for checking out United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find
1: Geeky Voyage, a geek and pop culture blog that explores a variety of fandoms and
0: many pop culture favorites from film, television, music, and various other topics with liberal doses of humor, quirky musings, and heavy fangirling thrown in. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at
1: unitedgeeksnetwork.com.